Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's the Roy Nat and Freddie Mac Show replay. All right, let's try not to sweat. With the muggy heat outside. It is pretty gnarly out there today. I turned the heat down in here, guys, till uh, till it's mid-60s. Oh, good. I just want to keep all slowly making it go lower and lower. Yeah, we have one of those thermostats in the studio where they have to put a a label maker type of note on there to mm-hmm. not switch this and don't put it under this number. And oh, stuff. is there really a note on it? Yeah, it says uh, do not set heat. You know, it's just uh, you got to just turn we gotta it do up. What we got to do. However, they set it up. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I was rules. I was just in uh, New York over the weekend to visit my fiance's family. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, and his dad keeps the house. Yeah, at seventy four. Get out of here. Oh yeah, seventy four. <laughs> his dad and my dad will get along great. He's oh. always got a glisten, just a oh. solid glisten, and a sweat bubble on his like, mustache you, for you. How do you survive in these conditions when you have you, this is your home? You can change it to whatever you want. Right? I don't get it. And you choose warm, like 74 warm. My dad's the same way, dude, in the summer. I felt like I was breathing yeah. in muggy air. Yeah. Like I was going to hear a, a, a Amazon animals in the background. <laughs> uh, it's going to sound like the wilderness. Are they frugal? Yeah. No. I didn't know. They, okay. they, they've made good money. It's just he finds it comfortable. I find the uh, same thing with my parents. A little <sighs> frugal. They do okay. They're a little frugal. And I think that's why they don't do the... Like turn some air on. I like in here. it. They brought up whatever room I would go into. His dad would bring me a fan. <laughs> you know, he set up a know. fan on Look me. Look at yeah. how caring and compassionate. Look at he's being a nice guy. That, that's right. Seventy four is a little, little warm though. I'm gonna, <laughs> I keep it sixty four, baby. Keep it as cold yeah, as possible. Yeah, sixty four yeah. is a little. That's a little brisk yeah. for me, but. I, no. I know, just like my grandma used to keep hers at 65. Now I stay solid 64. So you're 64. Roy, where's your house at? Uh, during the day, 71. During yeah. nighttime, it bounces down to 69. Yeah, same. I'm yep. about that. Yeah, I, I switch it at night. I like it chilly. Then I wear like wear big socks and wear a robe in the morning when I drink coffee inside. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's always kind of cold. And then my thermostat has learned. I have like a smart thermostat. Okay. It just changes. It knows. Oh, yeah. time. See, that's the equivalent of bringing you a fan. It's like, what? Roy's going well, to Roy's going to bed. All right, here's Roy's <laughs> high maintenance fan. Here yeah, we go. Time for Roy to go to bed. <laughs> that's great, man. Yeah, and plus I don't, I don't. You know, I have two uh, upstairs, and it's always warmer up there, you know, mm-hmm. so that's always annoying. Yeah. Uh, so I bought, like, a little thermostat sensor to put upstairs so I know the real temperature upstairs yeah. versus downstairs. You're fancy, man. Yeah, easy. You're they're, real, they're, you're like real tw- fancy. they're like 20 bucks. They're not, you know, they're uh, nothing fancy. Yeah, but I don't have it. <laughs> Natalie, you got that? He's got his priorities in line. Right. Way better than I do. <laughs> Seriously, mm-hmm. way better than me, too. I do Go love you. my comfort. Yeah. I can tell. You got people serving you with fans. <laughs> <laughs> Roy on a silver platter. I That's sound great. so high maintenance and dramatic. Is that you me? You are. 1,000%. Uh, but I love you guys. It's love all right. We too. love you we too. We love you too. We accept you the way you are. Thank you. <laughs> no matter what they say about you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we stick up for you so much, man. You don't even know. Dude, you have no clue. <laughs> all right, well, what do we what do we have today for the radio family? <laughs> well, our afternoon pick me up uh, just to get you get you get you a little boost this afternoon. Uh, Three o'clock. We got four tickets to the Cincinnati Tattoo Arts Festival up for grabs. Oh, that's happening uh, this weekend. Duke okay. Energy Center and uh, over 300 of the world's best tattoo artists going to be in town. I, oh, I'm definitely hitting this up. Uh, I saw this in the post that uh, one thing that all politics can agree on, Democrats and Republicans, it's tattoos. What about brings <laughs> brings people together? Yeah. Let's see here. Not even music. So you're saying the three of us need to get a tattoo together? So this is my a third yes. of Democrats has tattoos, a third of Republicans has tattoos, a third of Independents has tattoos. Wow. Uh, 38% of women have tattoos. 27% of men have tattoos. I think y'all need to get on the tattoo. I'm lane. just so afraid it's going to hurt. Dude, like I said, <laughs> you just kind of mine like kind of itch, yeah. you know? Yeah, then I had someone I told that I was too afraid of that, that uh, it would hurt. And he's like, trust me, you're not hitting a bone. 
You got exactly. some. You got some uh, padding, Roy. Yeah. You can get a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where your most painful tattoo location was, but I heard elbow is uh, like this is the place you don't want to go, and maybe it just depends on the person too. Yeah, I got one on my elbow. Not too bad. Okay. Um, but I would say the ones on my, I have some on my rear end, Roy. I got oh. a bunch back there. They just kind of itched. Yeah, you couldn't even tell. You got the cushion. Yeah, yeah. you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, 513-749-2320. We'll get you into this tattoo art festival. And what song do we have on the afternoon pick well, me up? Ariana Grande celebrating 10 years of her debut album. Ariana Grande <laughs> celebrating 10 years of her debut album, Yours Truly, releasing a deluxe album this week. Oh, I love Ariana Grande. Good for her. Oh, uh, well, yeah, we were, we were laughing about how complaining and dramatic I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That it was 74 at my fiance's uh, parents' house, which was a bit warm for me. And so they brought a fan out to keep me cool. And we posted, we're posting on um, the Q102 Facebook page, mm-hmm. photos of us on the first day of kindergarten. And yep. Natalie brought up a so so true point. The photo of me is so me. It is so you. I'm, you look the, I mean, you look the exact same, just younger. You're exuding Roy. Great skin. Mm-hmm. Excellent skin. <laughs> but, but you could tell, like, I was probably complaining. <laughs> I was probably like, can we go inside, Mom? Stop taking photos. Like, this is not fun. You just look so comfortable judgy. and solid in I'm yourself. Judgy. And judgy. This look, little look on your face, and you're like... This is who I am. This is who I you am. Stay the same. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's welcome in. We got Brad on the Roy and Freddie Mac show. Hey, Brad. What's up, guys? Hey, bud. What you up doing? Uh, up doing today? Uh, I was outside trying to mow my grass, but it's too hot. Yeah, way too Ooh. hot, man. Stay inside. Yeah, you got to do that early before the sun comes up. <laughs> like yeah. that's, my dad used to tell me the same thing. Let's do it either later in the park. evening or or early before the sun gets real hot. You know, my, my I remember I used to have a neighbor that would mow at nighttime. <sighs> nice. And well, he's like, well, good. why why do they make them with headlights? That was his response. <laughs> you notice how Roy, Roy, Roy and I had nothing to contribute to the mowing the grass no, statement? No, we don't mow grass. No, I did it once when I was a kid. No. My mom took pictures of me the whole time. Well, growing up, it was my job. Saturdays was mowing day. Oh, really? Yeah, as a kid. I started mowing the grass, Brad. What, what, how old were you when you started mowing? I don't know. I was young. Yeah. 12, See, I was, I was in, I think I was like in third grade. I was young, man. Yeah. Fourth grade. You know, it was like I was already out there mowing. That's about the time I, my dad put me on. He put me on the backyard because we had a fence. Mm-hmm. So in case I hacked it up real bad, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to see it. I, I didn't get front yard privileges till I was a little bit older. But I was about the same. I loved it. I loved it. Driving, mm-hmm. driving around. It was my it was a big favorite thing of mine. Mm. All right. Well, listen, Brett, I hope you stay cool, man, and, and have a good time at uh, the Tattoo Arts Festival. Yeah, that makes me excited. I can't wait. There, it's going to be great. You got a tattoo? Yeah, I got a bunch. Oh, that's cool, man. You got a sleeve? I want a sleeve. You should get one. <laughs> I do. I want one. I do want a sleeve. I, I would look so cool in a sleeve. I'm just not... Strong enough as a human to get it. Same. And I, 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 I want to do, I want to sleeve and I want it all in one session just for, like, just to say I did it. Ooh. I sat there for 18 hours yeah, and got this whole arm done just That's to cool. sell me my good. I like that. Just to yeah. look stronger. I think you should do that for sure. <laughs> yeah. You got for that, sure. Brad? You got that sleeve? I do, actually. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> Brad's the man. <laughs> I love it, Brad. All right, well, listen, we're going to hook you up with these tickets. Thanks for listening to the Roy Nat Freddie Mac Show. Stay on the line. We've got to get some information from you. You know, with the Back to School in full motion, do we have the uh, Back to School photos of us up online yet? Oh, yeah, we do, babe. They're all over the place. Okay, uh, if you go to the Q102 Facebook page, you can see the Roy Nat and Freddie Mac Show. Uh, kindergarten, I believe. What is shocking by the photos on our Facebook page is how much Natalie Jones looks like her mom. Oh, yeah. I thought that was you next to a random child. I, it's, it's true. And I'm like, I why do look one? So much like her. I was like, why is she near a random child? And two, why is it so grainy? I oh, know. Yeah. It was a Polaroid photo. Hmm. A Polaroid picture from my first day of kindergarten, preschool. Y'all, y'all look exactly. I, I was like, who's the little girl? I know. <laughs> That's Natalie with a, with a kid. With and you know what's crazy? Is I'm wearing a dress and I look really cold. My mom's wearing a sweater. You know, right. <laughs> no jacket for me. But no, thank you. No, we do. I do. I've, I'm becoming her. We even sound alike. Over the weekend, you know, I was in Lake Cumberland with a bunch of friends. I've known my parents since they were in high school together. And multiple times a day, it'd be like, oh, my God, I can't even. You're just so your mom right now. It's insane. 
You like that? Is that I it? do. Yeah, yeah, it's a great compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's wonderful. Um, I love hearing that. So thanks. And we, you know, we're sharing back to school stories here on the Roy and Freddie Mac show. But w- what I would like to hear is: is there a certain teacher that like made the most impact? Maybe even changed your life. Five one three seven four nine twenty three twenty. Maybe that there's a certain teacher that made you want to become a teacher. Do you have one? Yeah, I, I I had a teacher in, um, and I can say this now, like in hindsight, that uh, Miss N. Thomas was her name because there was another another teacher who taught, and actually it was her husband that taught in the school. So to differentiate between the two, it was mm-hmm. like Miss N. Thomas, and she always wrote a note home to my parents, and then so much so to the fact that my mom created a daily progress report out of a Microsoft Word document, like created her own progress report for me to give to my teacher every day. She had to sign it, make notes. Oh my gosh. Where could he improve in his behavior? Like all this kind of stuff. But I think that it really uh it really set me on a path of uh being behaved. Well, look at you. Okay. I know. And staying on task. She's like, Frederick's never on task. He's not on task. He's not on task. I'm like, ah, oh, I, I hate the word task. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want on the opposite effect? I would say I loved Mrs. Meyer at St. James um, Elementary on the west side because she was the first teacher that said to my mom, she may misbehave. She may act like a scoundrel, but uh, she's going to be fine in life. Don't you worry about her. She's going to be fine. Interesting. I know. So then it made me be like, oh. Let's uh let's go to the phones. Q one two. Hi, you're on the Roy Nat Freddie Mac show. What teacher made such a big impact on your life? Hey guys, it's Kathy. Hey, Kathy. Um, I'd have to say probably like my eighth grade teacher. Her name was Miss Schaefer. She made the biggest impact because she actually listened and actually programmed a field trip just so I could see what it would be like to be a veterinarian. So oh, we- interesting. Yeah, we took a trip to her brother-in-law's veterinarian hospital just because I expressed that I wanted to be a veterinarian. Well, thank you so much for calling. It's a little hard to hear you, but if you you didn't hear her, uh, it was her eighth grade teacher who set up a whole field trip so she can learn what it'd be to be a veterinarian and something that she wanted to do. I do remember, like, the first teacher that, like, spoke to me and, like, treated me like an adult, which was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Sure, yeah. Which was always something that kind of stuck out in my mind. They didn't treat you like a little kid anymore. They treat you with respect. Yeah. yeah. They realize, okay, he's he he's a mature enough to handle it. Right. Yeah. There's something about that. What teacher made the biggest impact in your life? There's always a teacher in everyone's life that just sticks out. Maybe yeah. even, maybe they even changed your life. I remember I was a part of this video club after school in elementary school, and um, Mr. Lynch was his name. And he kind of headed up the school plays. He headed up the video club. And what it really was, was it was a lot like Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. We would film like skits around the school mm-hmm. in this in this big group of, of students from all different like fourth through sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were all interested in things like that, being news anchors and being on TV and being in broadcasting world. And so we had like a platform for that. And if not for Mr. Lynch, I don't know if I would have got that early on exposure to broadcast it. Oh, look at that. Oh, wow. Which led to, you know, fast forward however many years to now. Yeah, I, I've seen some high schools that have, like, radio studios, and I'm like, I never got that. I know, yeah. That yeah. Nice oh, my elementary school had a TV studio, so you could do, like... Elementary? It, it was student-ran, and the student... In elementary? Uh-huh. Mr. Lynch headed it up. <laughs> wow. elementary school. That's every great. Classroom, every classroom had a TV, so we had a TV studio where we'd broadcast from in the school, and it would broadcast on, like, the morning news or mm-hmm. whatever. It would broadcast all the TVs, all the classrooms in the school. Oh, what wow, what cool. What I would pay, Natalie, for footage of our Freddie Mac <laughs> as a fifth grader anchoring the TV segment. That would be so cool. I have to do the <laughs> deepest dive of deep dives You know to it find exists it. somewhere. It has to. <laughs> yeah. It was all recorded in archives somewhere. It probably mm-hmm. had to be digitized, but I have to I have to find it. Uh, let's go to the phones. Let's welcome Dr. Holly Johnson to the Roy Nat Freddie Mac Show. Hi, Dr. Johnson. Hi there. So I am currently an education professor at Xavier University, and I just wanted to share about my fifth grade teacher, St. Therese in South Kentucky. Her name was Sharon Fightmaster, and she made me feel like I mattered, like I made a difference, like I was important. And I remember that was the first time I had felt that way from a teacher, 
And right then and there, I decided I want to be able to make people feel that way. I want to be able to change the direction of other people's lives the way that she did with mine. Here I am today trying to do it every single day by teaching pre-service teachers how to teach. Look at you. That's so great. That's beautiful, too. Babe, that's it how really it just, makes a good teacher makes a, a big difference in I agree. those lives. Wow. Well, Dr. Holly, thank you so much for sharing. It's very sweet. My uh, pleasure. Uh, let's uh, let's go to Chuck. Chuck, how were you inspired? What what teacher made a big impact on your life? Yeah, my high school English teacher. I had the same English teacher sophomore year and senior year, Veronica Mitchell, and she was so energetic that I was a slacker in school and I didn't enjoy reading, but she made it so interesting that when I got to college, I took all Shakespeare electives and all poetry electives. And for three years, I told people I was a marching band major because I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do. And one day my buddy Rob looked at my transcripts and was like, you're an idiot. You have all these English classes going to teaching English. There you go. And that's what I do now. That is awesome. <laughs> Sometimes you need a little boost, somebody to help yeah, you out, sure. help you figure it out. But that's cool, man. Teachers are inspiring future ch- teachers. Yeah. Look at you. And, Chuck, do you ever, like, is, is that in the back of your mind? Are you sitting there going, am I going to be that for another kid in my class? Yeah, actually it is. So my students will often ask me if I always wanted to be a teacher. Yeah. And I'm honest with them. I'm like, no. I'm, I've, I've played drums since I was 10 years old. I wanted to be a musician. I wanted to be a performer. Yeah. And I, and I tell them, I'm like, I I was not a good student, so I know where you're coming from. Hmm. Those of you who don't like to read, those of you guys who struggle, uh, I tell them a story about in eighth grade, my principal said that I didn't need tutoring, I needed a swift kick in the butt. Um, and it was Amen. an English teacher who said, no, let's get him tested for dyslexia. And she had me tested, and she she had faith in me. So I just, I hope that my kids see that I'm there for them and, I've been in their shoes. I know what it's like to be a student who doesn't want to read, and hopefully I can make it exciting and interesting for them. That's amazing, Chuck. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing, and I'm glad you're teaching. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. We might need uh, tutoring lessons on Shakespeare. We'll call you. (laughs) (laughs) I saw saw an opera once. Thank God they had subtitles at the opera. (laughs) No clue what was going on. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Have a good day, Chuck. Uh, You know, this is... This kind of gets us to talk about and hear about all these great teachers and what they're doing for their kids and inspiring future teachers and inspiring yeah. kids what they're going to be. It makes everything more important and puts everything in focus on why we are doing our Shop for Teacher. Right now, if you go to WKRQ.com, you can help fill classrooms with supplies that teachers typically pay out of their own pocket for upwards to $1,000. Mm-hmm. And we heard from one teacher who, in the greater Cincinnati area, they do not have air conditioning. And all I can think about as today is really hot outside, and you know we've we've got we've already taken phone calls from people who's had to stop mowing because it was too hot. Imagine your kid sitting in a classroom right now with no air conditioning because that's actually happening. With other yeah. students and with other body heat. Yes. It just makes it even hotter, more miserable. So we got some fans up there uh, at, on our Shop for Teacher. If you go to WKRQ.com, uh, you're going to see Shop for Teacher. It's all going to benefit Crayons to Computers, which is an amazing place where teachers can go and get school supplies for their classrooms. And let's see if we can pack those classrooms with fans. Uh, so WKRQ.com. And look for Shop for Teacher and see if you can buy some fans because you wouldn't want your kid to be sweating trying to focus on math. Meanwhile, you got Chuck over there who's inspiring kids, and he was inspired. That's what we want. Right. We don't you, want kids sitting there thinking, oh, gosh, it's so hot, I can't even think. You want to? You want them to dream of right. what, what they can be when they grow up or what they might want to do. So, yeah, you got to be able to concentrate on that without thinking about sweat dripping down your back. Right. Uh, WKRQ.com with yeah. This is What's Poppin' with Roy, Ned, and Freddie Mac on Q102. Cincinnati Wing Week begins today. Yes. $7 wing deals, 80-plus participating locations. I think it's easiest. I love that they came out with a Cincinnati Wing uh, Wing Week app. 
where you can see all the restaurants that are participating. I'm really excited about that, too. You got to get in on it? Zooming in on some. Oh, yeah. Instead of zooming in on some map we're, like, trying to find. They made it really easy. So $7 wing deals all over the greater Cincinnati area. Check out um, their their website, cincywingweek.com, and their free app. Freddie Mac, how do you feel about this? Apple's for all product um, launch that's happening next month will be revealing the iPhone 15, which everyone says is going to have the USB-C charger, which is, is that the one that uh, Android people use? It's not the lightning one that's I think on. So. It's not the one yeah, that's I, on iPhones now. Yeah, so it's th- supposed I to be think, universal. I think it's because like some court in some different country ruled that you mm-hmm. have to be the same. Yep, they have to be the same now. So it, they could be launching. They haven't confirmed nor denied this is going to be on the new iPhone 15. But I this saw could that it was be pretty could strong. Be happening. Yeah, I saw that it was a pretty strong deal that it was happening. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, my so, iPad already has the USB-C. I get them does confused. It? Mm-hmm. So I don't, you know. I guess the new ones do. They, ju- they just do. changed the yeah. iPhone charger a couple of years ago. I don't know if it was the USB-C. I get all the letters mixed up. Me too. But they just changed what it was for the last phone or two. So... I don't know. Interesting. I can't wait for this one. I'm uh, I'm tired of buying chargers. I feel like I'm due, but you know Me what this too. means? Since we're talking about new phones, sell the old ones you have because once they come out with a new one, the value is going to drop big time on your old phones. Ooh, sell them now. Fun little, fun little tip from Roy. Thank you, Roy. You're welcome. Taylor Swift Jack fans Brown. were uh, <laughs> shutting down a uh, restaurant and a whole road in New Jersey mm-hmm. because Taylor Swift uh, was at a restaurant for her friend's rehearsal dinner. Jack Antonoff, the actor. Yeah. So she was there, Channing Tatum, Zoe Kravitz, Lena Del Rey. They were all at this restaurant for the rehearsal dinner. And there's just uh, hundreds of hundreds and hundreds of people outside, uh, you know, screaming Taylor Swift's name. Just for Taylor. Do you hear that Lena Del Rey wore white to that wedding? Really? those events? And now everyone's giving her heck for it, which... Is it really still a thing? Yes. yes. Maybe yes. A, maybe a wedding, maybe a wedding it'll always be a thing. But you know how they don't wear white after Labor Day. Right. The yeah. rules on white clothes, I guess is my point. Well, it's the always a wedding it's, for sure. It's always after Labor Day. What? Uh, the, no. That fact. <laughs> it's always after Labor no, Day. No, but you can never wear a white to a wedding. Unless it is a white wedding, but no, you can never wear white to a wedding. That will always be a thing. Oh, okay. Well, I don't blame her then. I mean, I do blame her. I'm sorry. <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. The rules say Britney Spears uh, speaking out for the first time since the uh, news broke last week of her divorce from uh, Sam Osgari, her husband. And she says she's a little shocked, uh, but she just couldn't take the pain anymore. She also says she's gotten really good at hiding her emotions over the last, what, 13, 14 years she was in that conservatorship, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, if I wasn't trying to be strong for my dad's, uh, trying to be strong for my dad, I, they would be sending me to some doctor, doctors or whatever. She's like, I've been through worse than a divorce. Like, I, I'll be okay. That is yeah, true. Thank thing. you for your support. That's yeah, true. poor thing. So, so, sorry to talk on top of you, Natalie. Oh, no, sorry. I was I'm just really excited. I, well, so am I. Mm-hmm. Because of your waiter. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about them. Well, they were very prompt and very loud, but their voices were so soothing, I enjoyed it. They sang to you. They sang. Mm-hmm. How'd you have a waiter that sang to you? Well, Texas Roadhouse or... So, no. So, yesterday I was driving home from um, Lake Cumberland and I stopped. It was about 8 p.m. and I stopped um, to get myself some dinner okay. before I got on the road. And I go to this Mexican restaurant right off the expressway and I'm the only one there in the entire restaurant. And, um, you know, I order two tacos. And next thing I know, this super loud, soothing voice starts singing a super, starts singing a song. And I look over and it is a robot. That has shelves on it, and the robot comes over and delivers the tacos to me. Amazing. Oh, but here's the deal. The robot, you know, comes over next to the table, obviously does not have arms to give it to give me my food. So mm-hmm. then my waiter just came up and took the food from the robot, put it on the table for me. Oh, so you still had a waiter yes, on top it of the was robot. So bizarre, yes. And I was the only one in the restaurant. And there were like five people standing there staring at me. And I was like, this is all. It was just insane. Sounds like the owner bought a toy. It was, yes, know? definitely. And it was uh, it was really funny. So when it, when it got to the table, it set up my, it must have been my table number. Table one, four, la, 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 la. 
and it was just singing really, really soothing Mexican ballads. Really? Spanish ballads, yes. You know, I watch a bunch of uh, Japan travel vlog videos of people going to Japan, mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, and they have a lot of robot servers yeah. over there. Yeah. Uh, so it's interesting to see that here. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I thought maybe it could be a good employment opportunity because my waiter was seemingly very young. And so maybe oh. they needed help. And oh. so it was nice, you know? Sure. Well, maybe it gives us a, a people to hire the handy-abled. Yes, yes, You know yes, who might need yes. a little assistance? I like this. Mm-hmm. There's a place close by my house. Uh, it's like a sushi place where they'll bring... Uh, the robot brings your uh, drinks and stuff, or if you yeah. have any ramen or soup, but there's a train track that yeah. kind of stops at your table and you reach up and you grab your sushi that you ordered. So cool. Have you been? I know. I was, I, I've been meaning to check that place out, Freddie. It's a really cool spot. Um, it looks really cool. So I Googled, I Googled here, uh, since we're talking about robots, 12 jobs that robots will replace. Customer service executives. You know, that is something I'm just like, what? I don't know about How? that. You you need the emotional yeah. connection there. Agreed. I can tell when I'm talking to a robot. Mm-hmm. Same. Bookkeeping. Oh, well, that'd be nice. You know, let's not do math. I, I think that's a good job for a robot. Yeah. It's, it'll be accurate. Uh, receptionists here. Says you can have auto check-ins. They can uh, do notifications to who's in the building. They can reserve rooms for you. That oh, that's kind of already existing to some extent. Hmm. I like I, I like receptionists. It's a smiling face when you walk in the door somewhere, get you checked in, or transfer your call, or whatever the case. You know, call me old school, mm-hmm. but don't. Are you guys worried about, like, AI just taking jobs from humans in general, like, for the sake of our economy and, like, human beings needing work? I was wondering, who do you who do you uh, uh, tip in your situation or at the sushi restaurant I'm talking about in Montgomery? Like, who, who gets the tip? Right? right? I tipped you know? double. I didn't know what to do. I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm so concerned about robots because sometimes the computer that I'm on freezes. And I think as long as that's happening. They got a big margin of error as well. I think as long as, and I'm just trying to operate the New York Post here. As long as that's happening, I can't imagine I'm so threatened. Because you have human glitches too. Like how many times does your brain go out in the middle of the day? You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) It happens to all of us. So until AI is 100% perfect, I ain't worried about it. I'm with Roy. It's going to happen. And even if they do take over and everything's AI and they take all the jobs, what can we do about it at this point? I don't know that there's anything little old me can do about it. I've seen those little Uber robot cars get like stuck. Yeah. And I'm like, SE, you know, you still need delivery drivers. Or they can't stop mm. driving. Yeah. They just run into something. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I, I've heard people, you know, I, uh, I do believe what it says right here soldiers is a job that will be replaced. I do believe that. I do believe everything is going to be like by drones. Sure. You know. Already leaning in that direction too. So you enjoyed this robot experience. It was bizarre. Yeah. You were the only one in the restaurant. I was the only one there. To me, it just seemed completely unnecessary. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah, they could have just. It it was interesting. They could have brought you your two tacos. (laughs) I was like, like, I'm waving at you guys. Yeah. It was just funny because I was the (laughs) only one there and there was just so much. This And this thing is so loud. What if it was the first time they used it? It stops the whole restaurant. Like, it is so loud. Natalie comes in, it's the first time they get to (laughs) test it out. (laughs) I mean, it's like giving. They didn't even know to turn the volume down. Yeah, man. It sounds like when your dad gets like a new little toy to tinker with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A better drive home with Roy, Matt, and Freddie Mac on Q102. So were you a living room parent or a bedroom parent? Or are you currently, if you're a parent, are you a living room parent or a bathroom, a bathroom, living room parent or a bedroom parent? What does this mean? Well, it's this new, it's not even a new thing. It's just being talked about a lot more now where, where do you do your parenting? Do you do it from the living room or from the shared Space, family room, living room, whatever it is. Uh, or do you do your parenting and spend most of your time kind of away from everything in the bedroom? Mm. I know my dad was kind of, he was mostly a living room parent, but there would be times where he'd call me from his bedroom because he didn't want to get up gotcha. as a parent. Like, Freddie, come here. You don't say, huh? You don't say, <laughs> you don't ask him, like, what he needs. Like, no, you have to go 
To, if not, you'd be in even more trouble. You have to go see him in his in his bedroom. Oh, but for okay. the most part, I think my I had living room parents. Oh, they were we did too. In the shared space, for the most part. Yeah, no, I can't say. I don't think we ever convened or ever in my parents' bedroom. One hundred percent living room. There's this new trend though. It's being talked about: living room parents versus bedroom parent. What are you? Can I guess for you? Yeah, sure. I think you're a bedroom parent. You think so? I do. Only in the morning when Cam wakes up extremely early and I'm not yeah. ready to get up. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> I'm like, no, you can come in here. I'll turn the TV on for you. Sit see, right here. I could see myself as a bedroom parent. Really? I could see it. Yeah. To be in my own little area and let the kids just run around, do whatever they want. Yeah, see, I would be totally living room. I'd never go in my bedroom. I don't even, unless I'm sleeping. I don't even have a like dresser in there. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That's all in my closet. So I go in there solely sleep. Uh, let's bring in Jessica. Hey, Jessica, did you have living room parents or bedroom parents? I had bedroom parents um, later in life. I'd say like late 90s they transitioned from living room parents to bedroom parents sure uh, but i am fully a living room parent i think because of them being bedroom parents you want to be more engaged you want to see what's going on well you know yeah, i really feel like i'll miss something <laughs> growing up as a kid i also kind of feel like this depends on how big your house is because growing up as a kid we had such a small home yeah you, you had to be a living room parent i mean you, you you know, yeah. you had a slide to get through the bedroom. You know what I mean? Like, sure. it just wasn't enough space. You could whisper in the kitchen and hear it in the <laughs> in the bathroom. Like, it just was a small, not well-insulated 1920s home that yeah. I grew up in. Uh, so I only ever had living room parents. Yeah. I never, I don't, I've never had the bedroom parents. You weren't hanging out in their bedroom a lot. No. Talk, talking to them or... You know, yeah. they didn't yell for you to come into the bedroom to see them. No, no. They would stay up late watching TV, and I would try to poke my head around the corner and, like, you know, because I could clearly hear it. Yeah. Um, but, no, I, I, they were never bedroom parents for me. I've never had that. Jessica, how many uh, kids do you have? I only have the one. She's okay. going to be 16 in October, but I've always been a living room parent, no matter the size of the unit that we happen to be living at the time. So. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised you, you still hang out. You get along with your 16-year-old. I feel like by that age, they're oh, like, yeah. I can't stand my parents. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they'll get, go through that well, stage. I think there's moments where it happens like that. But for the most part, we get along pretty well. Um, she's understanding. I'm trying to be an understanding parent. So mm, Sure. That's right, really well, cool. Uh, thanks, Jessica. I never knew there was a difference. I never knew there was this big mm -hmm. group of bedroom parents. But, you know, nowadays people have big enough bedrooms where I guess you could put, like, a whole couch in there. I've seen that before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They put, like, little chairs in the bedroom. You don't have to leave. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you just move from the bed to, like, a chair. And watch then just TV. watch TV. Right. And read books with the kids or whatever it is you do. You could be oh, a bedroom parent like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your bedroom looks like a living room. Did you, yeah, it's did, like a suite. Did you ever have the parent that would mysteriously leave to go nap? No. Uh, no, my dad would fall no. asleep right there in the living yeah. room in his yeah. chair. No, <laughs> that's my dad. so loud. My dad yeah. would fall asleep right there on the chair. But then I knew, like, my good friend growing up, uh, his mom would just leave and disappear. And you're <laughs> like, where did she go? She okay? And she was napping. I had I had a neighbor like that. But granted, her parents were, like, now looking back, I guess, like, my parents when we were, like, 10 were in their 30s. And her parents were, like, in their 50s when she was 10. Right. And they were, they just always, to me, seemed really old. Now looking back, they weren't at all. But right, okay. yeah, 50s, yeah. I was like, yeah. oh. Well, they're like, they're, I, always, I always consider them grandparents. Would forget they were her parents. Like, well, they gotta sleep because they're old. They just sleep all day. <laughs> the, moment you the, the moment you take a midday nap, Nap with yep. your kids, you're just elderly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remind of a child, yeah. yo. You know what, though, Freddie? They always had Werther's original um, and Cinnamons. They had both of them around really? their house all the time. Little candy was, yes. And I was like, just like my grandparents, man, they're old, man. Yeah, we've been we talking old. about this. My dad has, uh, he carries around a pocket full of cinnamon discs, sure. can candies. 
Sure. He calls them cinnamons. He just calls them cinnamons. That is such an older person thing. <laughs> I know, right? And my grandparents, my dad's pleated khakis. They, yeah, they do the Werther's candies. Mm-hmm. To, to your point, Natalie, about what people do, and as a kid, you just think, oh, gosh, they're old, even though now in hindsight that's not the case. Yeah. My friend's dad, he used to work for a Volvo plant making trucks. Sounds like a pretty physical job, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he would come home, and he would... <sighs> He was always exhaling. And I'm like, man, he's getting old. He can't handle. He's just getting so old. You know, and then as now here I am at 30, and I think that's like the only thing I can do is exhale. You know, I just, it's like everything is effort. Yeah. I get up off the couch, I'm like, I can you know. say I, the one the one time I when like it was really obvious to me that I was getting old was when I went on a roller coaster and after the roller coaster was over I was exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> I was like I've just been sitting. Mm-hmm. I have just been sitting. Everything's out of my control. My cortisol's and too high. I'm exhausted. <laughs> like, oh, oh my goodness, that's, that's a, like a lot out of me. That's so nasty. Oh one of those sneeze, one of those sneezing fits where it's like four or five sneezes. Uh-huh. I'm done. Nap. I'm done for the rest of the day. Right. I sneezed that. <laughs> the first time I met Freddie. And he had a sneezing fit. And afterwards, he was really like, sorry, Nat, I'm so tired. I just sneezed just a lot. Sneezed. And I was judging hardcore. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, we, you sneezed? We had just met. I was like, I need an energy drink now. Oh like, I, I feel depleted. <laughs> <laughs> and so the children were elderly, you right. know? They were like, oh, you're old. Oh, man. Yeah, well, What's wrong yeah, with you? Well, you know. Granddaddy Frederick sneezed. You, know, you, you grow up and realize it just gets better, you know, that was all you get, so it's fine. All right. Well, Jessica, hope you have a good day. Cute. It's the Birthday Scam with Roy, Ned, and Freddie Mac on Q102. At the RNF Show on socials. Find us, follow us, shoot us a DM of somebody in your life that uh, has a birthday coming up, and hopefully we can work together and scam them. Like uh, Nate, who we're scamming today, he owns a plumbing business. His receptionist, Catherine, uh, wants us to do the birthday scam. And, of course, so we get a direct line. Mm-hmm. And uh, she also said they get a lot of re- weird requests working in the pump plumbing industry. So nothing is off limits today. So, okay, great. Well, new Can't birthday wait. scam on <laughs> Nate the Elbow Potty on Q102. <laughs> plumbing and service. Hey, good afternoon. Is this the plumber? Uh, yes. Uh, is this Nate? The uh the uh the owner? Uh yes, I'm Nate. Hey, how soon can uh can someone can you have someone over to my house? And well, what uh, we got a plumbing problem. What area? Hey, uh, I'm in Oakley and I need my toilet fixed. Uh, so what's the problem? W- well, we uh, we need the toilet cleared. Uh, something quick. Uh, it's emergency, so I, I can't wait any any longer. And also, could you bring that tool? Uh, I don't know what it's called. The snake? Can you bring that snake when you come, please? Okay, well, what, what's exactly wrong with the toilet? Uh, all right, look, uh, my arm is stuck in the toilet. Your arm is stuck in the toilet? Yeah, I'm elbow deep. Uh, how fast can you get someone up here to help free me? <laughs> Let me get this straight. Your arm is stuck in the, to- in the toilet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my man, you got to call nine one one or something. We don't work with. Well, no, 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 no. We can't. We cannot have the police coming up in here. You know. So what had happened was I thought they were. Uh, I thought they were banging on my door. So I inadvertently I flushed down. I flushed the reverend down the toilet. You flushed the the reverend down the toilet. Well, I call it the reverend because it makes you see Jesus. You know, the reverend, the dope, uh, booger sugar. This is this is crazy. Well, the this police they were actually going next door. It was too late. I tried to I tried to get my party favors back and then I got my my left arm stuck. Hey, this this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy I'm on the phone with. He threw his drugs down the toilet and he got his arm stuck hey, in there. Listen, listen, I know you guys are having a nice little laugh, <laughs> but my, my face is about six inches away from potty water. It's kind of disgusting. So please help me out here. Listen, man, listen, man, we don't get involved in that kind of stuff. You know, you need to call. I mean, I don't know who you need to call, but I, I, I can't help you with well, can, this, all right? Can you just let the plumber know that I, I'll split it good with them, like 60-40? I'm, I'm the plumber. 
And I'm not coming down there to help you pour drugs out of your toilet, buddy. All right. How about 70-20? Final offer. I just I just want to get my arm back at the toilet here. 70-20? You mean 70-30? Oh, I, I was gonna I was gonna smoke the other 10 as soon as I get my arm back. Oh, it sounds like you've already smoked most of it. Well, I okay. <laughs> I appreciate that the situation's funny, but you know, I can't even really feel my fingers. My arm is stuck like right at the elbow bend part. Oh man, I, I don't want anything to do with that. I, I, I can't help you oh, damn at it. all. Damn, my watch. There goes my watch. Damn it. I lost the dope and my Rolex and I just damn, I just bought the damn thing. <laughs> I can't I can't help you, buddy. I can't. Come on. The economy sucks. We all got to do our part. You know, could you just be a good American? Help me out, please. Wrong place. Wrong place. But I was given your name by someone who said you'd help me out. Okay. Who gave you my name? I would love to know who gave you my it name. Was, it was Catherine, your secretary. <laughs> uh, this is actually the Roy Nat and Freddie Mac show on Q102. This is a birthday phone scam. Nate, happy birthday. <laughs> We're on the radio right now. <laughs> I swear to God, I thought you were completely serious. <laughs> what the hell is going on? <laughs> well, actually, according to Catherine, you guys have, uh, you've gotten much weirder calls. That's what she told me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The calls are weird, but I think, I think this one, this one takes the cake for sure. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. Well, happy birthday to you, Nate. We uh, we really hope you enjoy it, my man. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Got somebody with an upcoming birthday you want to scam? Let us know. Look for the birthday scam link at WKRQ.com. I, Roy Brown, just got back from New York City. How was it, babe? It was good. Got to visit family and uh, see that friend who opened up a restaurant in oh, uh, the Chelsea Greenwich area, which was really nice. Uh, and I did a lot of cool things. I went to a warehouse party in Brooklyn. You're so cool. I mean, that could that sound anything more New York? Was there was there a rooftop dance party? DJ? No, there was, but there was like a little courtyard. Yeah. Uh, in between the other buildings, so it, it was Lady Gaga themed. Awesome. Which terrified me. Why? A lot of masks. A lot of lot of clowns and a lot clowns of carnival esque. Okay. Uh, yep. Outfits. Little, little monsters. Little monsters everywhere. Mm. And then they had something called the Goo Goo Gaga Room, <laughs> which was. It should be good. What are they doing there? What is it? it <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, Roy. What are they doing the there? The Goo Goo Gaga Room. <laughs> what I can only describe as like what hay fever is. You go in it and oh. it's the weirdest room I've ever been in my life. I just, gaga, lady gaga. It is, there's like clowns in there and there's uh, cushions on the floor for you to sit and they're playing this Dr. Seuss live action film where this little boy looks at the camera and is talking to you and it's freaking me out. Wow, okay, you know what? Well, I don't think Roy went to a warehouse. Roy went to a squatter's party. And <laughs> He's the only one who didn't take a hit, huh? Was it a brothel, hostel? Yeah. Which one is it? I'm the only one sober <laughs> yeah. at this yeah. place. Everyone else is having the time of their life. Yeah. I'm terrified. Live action, yeah, wolf. Uh. That's how you ruin everybody else's time. You go, ugh. <laughs> you look uh, around, just grossed out. I'm like looking at, they got these uh, mannequins with like red lights on them. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, one of them's got to be real. I'm like touching them, trying to figure out if one's going to pop out. You would have mm. thought that I'm in a haunted house. Meanwhile, I'm at like a yeah. club, you know, in Brooklyn. Yes. No, and Roy's at the club touching the mannequins yeah. with both hands. <laughs> like, are is you real? real? And everybody else is are like, real? we're not drunk enough for this. Look at that guy. He's touching everything. So I'm, I'm in the middle main room and I'm I was so freaked out because they got like these big red eyeballs up at the top of the warehouse staring back down at you. And I'm like, this place is freaking <gasps> me out. Like that show. Uh, the I know show you're mm -hmm. talking about. I guess that's what that was themed from. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, let's get out of here. And just as I say that, it's almost like the warehouse club gods knew I wasn't having fun. And the wall magically opened. <gasps> Made the room bigger. Yeah. So cool. This is so cool. And then you pour it out into a bigger dance floor where there's Lady Gaga esque people, impersonators. 
I don't know. They're like dancing in the air. Oh, like a craziest burlesque. thing. This burlesque is show. awesome. Yes, I'll have to. I'll have to get some photos and post it online for you. So I went to that. The most New York. I was like, out of. Uh, mm -hmm. I was such a tourist in yeah. what should have been a too local of a thing. Mm -hmm. Like it was crazy. Uh, then I went to. I uh, had a great dinner. Had a great um, time while I was in New York. I noticed that there was a lot of Pikachu people and Pokemon people. Ooh. And I thought that was interesting because I thought Pokemon Go died like six years ago yeah. or whenever. Yeah, and so I'm like, look, time. yeah, I'm like looking around, I'm like, Why? oh, was there a convention though? Hell yes, on. there yeah. was. So there was this Pokemon International Festival going on in New York, <laughs> and everyone, everyone was playing Pokemon. Everyone was yellow. Well, everyone, everyone was Pikachu. Uh, everyone, yeah, they all had like stickers and backpacks and their phones, and they were catching Pokemon oh. in the street. Wait, that, that game still exists? Yeah, I, that was my reaction. <laughs> I mean, wow. and so then I felt compelled. I'm like, well, maybe I should download the app. Seems like something big's going on around here. Uh -huh. And so I download it, and I'm kind of having, you know, trying to learn how to play it again. Uh, and I went to this one restaurant, and I had the weirdest experience where. The guy comes up, the waiter comes up, and he goes, I just want to let you know the chef has requested that you order a full menu tonight. Uh, he's expecting you to order an appetizer, entree, and dessert. Oh, this I'm is like, from your friends? No, this is not my friend's place. This is some other place. Uh, the, my friend's place, the chef and owner was with us. This was at a different restaurant. And I'm like, the chef said that? <laughs> And restaurant? what happens if I don't? Yeah. yeah. You get kicked out. Right. And I didn't, by the way. I, I didn't order an appetizer, but I did order an entree and dessert. But I never Stick experienced that. I'm like, you know, yeah, that's what's weird. going on in New York? They have parameters on how you eat here? Yeah, so. They got rent to pay, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They want like a minimum. Yeah. They, you got to know with every customer that comes in the door, they're getting three-course meal Isn't it, well, at least. They want to guarantee it. Did you have a good time? Oh, yeah, I had a blast. Food was good? Food was great. Uh, my friend's restaurant that he opened, it was a sushi place. It was the best sushi. Oh, nice. Um, so it was really good to kind of connect with them. But you know what? You said this is your first time at CVG. How oh, was that? yeah. I was very surprised. The airport's a lot bigger than what I thought it'd be. Yeah, Roy's been living here a little over a year now. First time never, I got on a plane here. Never been to CVG because you have to just drive. Well, when I moved here, yeah, we came via vehicle. We didn't fly in. Right. Uh, so I've never flown to the Cincinnati airport. It was good. It was a lot of walking. Pretty big airport compared oh, was, to what I've been to. It was bigger than what we described. Yeah, you guys <laughs> made it seem like it was like this podunk going to pull up to the no, front door. No, I didn't. No, no, no. I knew there was going to be some walking, yeah. but I mean... No, I just meant like, it's always fine. The, the line always goes so fast. It's smaller it than... It does go fast. Yeah. It, there's not a lot of wait times. It's smaller than Charlotte, where you moved from. You think? Yes. Uh -huh. Much smaller airport. And plus, that's an international airport, Charlotte, right? I think Cincinnati is an international one, too, isn't it? They have flights to uh, London. They're international. Oh, well, yeah. man, we're just doing big things yeah. with a smaller airport. Look at us. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a very nice airport. Yeah, CBD's the best. A valet. Glad you like it. Valet right up to the front door. Super, mm -hmm. con super convenient. I'll ask you about that. I bet that was good. Great. Must be nice. It was only 30 bucks a day to valet. Yeah. Not that bad. It's com it's it's comparable to what it is to park in the garage. Anyway. Yeah, the other garage was like 24 bucks. It makes way sense to valet. You and when like I when I got off the plane, I sent the little code in, and they immediately had my car waiting for me. Look oh, at you, man. Yeah, well, I was a little, yeah, it was it was a great little time in New York. And, Love that. Uh, went went and walked around Princeton with some friends, mm -hmm. and got to see all the smart people at Princeton University. Did you did, did you wear your glasses? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh. And so I guess I didn't look smart. And, and I, by the way, hand. fun fact about Princeton University: they take the Ivy League literal there. Ivy everywhere. Uh, <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, they're loud and proud about it. I know. I was like, I thought that was just like a saying. Yeah. No wonder they call this an Ivy League school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. So. The people there rep it too. Now it's time for Can't Beat Nat on Q102. Right, here we go. Let's bring in Alex. Welcome to the Roy Nat Freddie Mac show. Hi. Hi, so this is five pop culture trivia. What I would like for you to do is kick Natalie out of the studio by saying, get out of here, Nat. If she wins, you have to say, hey, this is Alex and Eastgate, and I can't beat Nat. If you win, you're going to get the five seconds of summer tickets. All right, sounds good to me. All right. Get out of here, Nat. Bye, bye. All right, Natalie's bye. headphones down. 
walking out of the <laughs> studio, and she is gone. Soundproof room. Only we can hear these questions. Number one, this pop icon who will be coming to Indianapolis this fall had a consult with Long Island police prior to arriving for a wedding as her security detail knew a mob of fans would swarm the area. Uh, Taylor Swift. This toxic star threw a divorce party. Uh, Britney Spears. This movie actress and singer from the Blanc is celebrating one year anniversary with Ben Affleck. Uh, J-Lo. Peace talks are underway with King Charles in this former royal. Um, Prince Harry. And this shark who owns the Mavericks says he passed up on billions on an early investment opportunity by not believing in Uber. Ooh. Tough number five. Um, I have no clue on this. So I'm going to say... Ashton Kutcher. All right, not a bad guess because I do know that he uh, invests. So yeah, that, yeah, I have no clue. <laughs> yeah, all right, we'll see how Natalie does. Natalie Jones, our friend Alex got four correct. All right, go. Cool. Here we go. Question number one: This pop icon who will be coming to Indianapolis this fall had to consult with police prior to arriving for a wedding, as her security detail knew a mob of fans would swarm the area. Oh, Taylor Swift. One to one. This toxic star threw a divorce party. Britney Spears. Two to two. This movie actress and singer from the block is celebrating one year anniversary with Ben Affleck. Jenny. That, uh, Jennifer Lopez. That is correct. Jenny from the block. Three to three. <laughs> Peace talks are underway between King Charles and this former royal. Prince Harry, our former Prince Harry. You, Meghan Markle's husband. Covering the bases there, yeah, isn't we, you? We got you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> You got it right. Four to four. <laughs> uh, this shark who owns the Mavericks says he passed up on billions on an early investment opportunity uh, by not believing in Uber. I forget the guy's name. Mark something. Need a last name. I know. I don't know it. Bronson. Mark Bronson <laughs> is incorrect. <laughs> it Mark is. Bronson. Uh, I don't know. First thing that came to my mind. I don't know. Okay. Um, Mark Cuban. Cuban. Oh, I wasn't that far off. No, you weren't. You're in there. You, you had Mark. Oh, yeah, yeah, you had Mark. <laughs> and on and the end, the song at the end of the name. Regardless. <laughs> what? I don't know. What was that? Is that? Whatever. In my mind, I'm like, oh, that's pretty much the same. No, I was almost right. It's yeah, good. I said Mark. That's good enough. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Bronson and Cuban, so close. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, she said, said uh, what she said, Ashton Kutcher? Yeah, Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Which is a good guess because Ashton invests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. He's just not on uh, the shark show. What's it called? Shark Tank. I didn't hear the shark part. So um, I just like guess an investor that I do. <laughs> yes, not bad oh, guess. All right. You and Natalie both right. got guessed. It's okay. Well, we tied, so it's better than getting beat. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You guys say my name's Alex and Eastgate, and I can't beat Nat. My name's Alex from Eastgate, and I cannot beat Nat. Guys, over the weekend, I did a big boy thing. Okay, what is it? I got a car. Yeah. Hey! Is it the... F it's not the first time you ever bought a car, right? Uh, no. But, uh... No, but it felt like it was. Okay. I felt like a newbie in there. I, I don't really do the best around salespeople. <laughs> like, I, we've talked about this on the show a lot. I'm pretty gullible. I uh, I I feel bad for people. I'm just like, oh, they're just trying to feed their family. They they need this. They need the, whatever the sales thing is. So, you know, to not, to have my mind on the goal this time, yeah. I didn't get caught up in the whole, the blue, 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 flashy things they try to sell sometimes. So, so that's a win that. for you. You didn't fall. You didn't. Yeah, like, last time I got too caught up. I got I got all the stupid stuff I didn't need. You didn't fall you for know? the extended ah. warranty or whatever. Yeah, because I'm like, you never know. They they do such they do such a great job, and I think that's really credit to them. That I think, oh, I need that. Yeah, I, I need that too. Everything else, I need it all. Give it to me. You are a salesman's dream. I am. I am. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I uh, I'm in salespersons. I'm impressed. Like, every time I get into a new car, I go, oh, maybe I need to buy this. You know, mm -hmm. that's about the, the extent of it. Uh, the only, okay. like, little add-on that I fell for, which I actually use quite often, is wheels insurance. Okay. 
<laughs> you I don't needed know what it. That it worked is. out for you. If you just pop a tire, they replace it for you for free oh, and yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Roy can't parallel park, is what he's saying. I he's think I can, par- I can parallel just fine. I just hit a curb on the way. Yeah. <laughs> it's for you, 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 get, you get the job done. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I didn't get talked into any of the crazy add-ons sometimes. Some people need them. I didn't think I did. And, you know, I kind of stayed focused on what I needed, except I was pretty high maintenance. I was about to say, I saw a photo of like 10 keys and I'm like, well, how many cars are you buying, money bags? Mm. Well, I only got one. Okay, good. I wish I could have had all of them. Trust me. But I was being super high maintenance because they would go in. We would be standing on the lot talking about a particular model, a car, whatever. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll I'll try this one out. Uh, I want to see the inside. For whatever reason, it was locked or I wanted to test drive. And so they kept going back and forth inside. Like she would go inside to go get the keys. She was going to come back to me on the lot. And before she could come back, I saw another car that I like. I was like, hey, what about that? So I would meet her inside of her desk when she's grabbing the keys. Right. Yeah. And this happened like six or seven times. Yeah. Shout out to Denise. I feel <laughs> you. So wait, you she would, go ahead, Natalie. I feel, when I went to buy my first Jeep, I test drove eight different cars that day. What? And then I ended up buying the very first one that I drove. But I had to go figure them all out. And they were what? they loved it. Yeah, this was or, probably. They, they were really, really helpful as well. This was like the so third one. Y'all are I, nuts. I, I, I saw like six or seven, but I ended up going for like the third one that I saw. Did you drive them? Like, did you take them far? How did you? Uh, how... I went. I went pretty far. I got on the highway. Oh. I wanted to see what it looked like not on the lot. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. I went over to um the mall that's not open anymore because I was over Forest in Fairfield. Fair mall? Yeah. So I went over to the parking lot over there, got out, looked at it, you know, gazed. So did they ride with all. you or take no? Take selfies with it in the background. Like, no, this was no, this was by myself. But okay. I wanted to look at it because it is really hard. Um, something I didn't really pay attention to the last time I bought a car. Uh, it's really hard to look at your car and know, like, okay, this is it. Because when you have a bunch of other cars that are for sale around it, you can't really see it without, with. it's no blank canvas. Yeah. So take yeah. it to an abandoned parking lot. Yeah. And look at it. Make sure. <laughs> I, I had a similar want. experience because I know what you're talking about. And they told sure. me to take it home. Oh. They're like, take it home. See how it looks in your driveway. I'm like, oh, pretty far from oh, here, but okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll take it home. You know, I, did, I did do that while I went out to dinner with it at my yeah. brother's house. I forgot. Last yeah. time I bought a car, this was years ago now, but they were like, yeah, I was like, hey, I'm just going to go to lunch. And I wasn't really sure if I was going to buy the car. It was sure. a little pricier than I wanted, but I was like, hey, uh, I probably said it with no confidence. Yeah, I'm just going to go go to lunch and then I'll come back. And they were like, no, 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 just take it to lunch. Take it with you to lunch. And, just, <laughs> and then think about it. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I'll yeah. take it. And, and I ended up getting it. But um, and it, it served its purpose for a while. But uh, but yeah, now I'm rolling in a new joint. Look at you. Kia, yeah. Kia Sorento. So the uh, team at Jeff Weiler, uh, Kia and Fairfield hooked me up. So and you were, uh, was, you loved it because it's got three, three. Um, rows? Rows, yep. <laughs> You had a tongue tie there? I did a little bit. Yeah, it, but, it has uh, plenty of cargo room because it was between that one and one other one that was a little less cargo space but uh, had a moon roof. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. But I was like, let me be smart. I came in here with a goal. I have to carry DJ equipment around. I got yeah. a toddler. You know, I need a little bit extra cargo room. So I went with that one. So there's yeah. a version of the story he's not sharing, Natalie. Mm, which is what? That he was afraid to mention the car to his dad. That's right. So my dad <laughs> told me every, I feel like as a kid growing up, every car commercial, my dad would go, uh, you don't do those leases, man. You don't do no lease. Do no lease. Yeah, bad, bad idea. Bad. And he never told me why uh-huh. uh, as a kid. And I just never understood. But I just always had the thought process of never doing a lease. My dad said it was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I did. <laughs> This weekend, because I've, I've learned a whole lot since I was like ten. Did you like have the sales people talking you into it? No, no, no. This was my decision. Okay. I, I came. I went in there wanting wanting to do this because I've learned so much about sure. leases aren't what they were in the nineties. Mm-hmm. And come to find out, my dad had a bad experience with a lease, so that's why he was all like, he never okay, told that me that sense. before. That makes sense. So he's at. I'm on the phone, like, Dad, I, I got a new car today, and so he starts to ask me all these questions I don't know the answer to. He's like, oh, what was the interest rate and uh, how much you pay for it? And, <laughs> and then he asked me something else financial, and I and I couldn't think of an answer. And I was just like, 
All right, Dad, I leased it. I leased I'm sorry. I know you told me what not to. What a moment for you. <laughs> I know you told me not to my entire life. I, I, I went, I did it, and, and I start over-explaining because I'm like, it's different than it used to be, and I learned a lot. It's, it it's like he's a little kid again. I know. I yeah. felt like I was in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like I was in trouble. He's getting grounded. Yeah. I'm really happy for you. Whatever question he asked at first or second, I didn't lie. I don't remember. I was just like, I don't really have the paperwork in front of me. I don't know. Yeah. And I wasn't going to really mention it out front, and I just didn't want to hear a whole lot of backlash. But but I told him, he was like, look, I'm happy for you. Like, whatever works. Well, that's good. And I was like, oh, thank God. I'm not in trouble. <laughs> look at you. Buy your own car, you lease, and you were honest about it with your dad. This is a whole new Freddy. We're look walking into you. a whole new era. Yeah, man. Uh-huh. I'm going against the grain, man. Yeah. Look at me. I wouldn't be surprised if you were like, interest rate 5.2. Meanwhile, they're like nine. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. like, just no clue. Yeah, my, right. My dad would be like, really? Really? I didn't even get that right. But I've learned this a long time ago. A answering and like trying to lie your way out of it. He only asks more questions because he's he knows what he knows what's up. Mm -hmm. He's gonna ask me something I don't know the answer to, and it's gonna be like, you know what? That, it was a lease. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, before it got too far, I went ahead and told him. It felt weird. I was cringing when I sure. said it. But you know, he had a whole idea of how well, it was. Congratulations, bud. And, uh, yeah, I got me a new whip over the weekend. Look at you. I got to ride in it today. Press the button. I was. Oh yeah, I sat in the back row. That was great. I got in the back. Excuse me, Mr. Driver. Yes, please. And then uh, Freddie Mac hit a curb when we were driving. I'm like, you should have got that wheel insurance. <laughs> <laughs> All the laughs, less road rage. This is the Roy, Nat, and Freddie Mac show on Q102. See this where a sunflower field owners are asking their visitors to stop taking nude photos? Yes, I saw that. So, like, people are going and taking these risque um, pictures, and the little kids are seeing it. Yeah, there, there's been six incidents really? of yeah. public In nudity at this uh, sunflower field, and they're saying, hey, listen, well, I don't want to ruin your fun, but you got to stop. The site is huge, and there's many places that you can hide away with anyone finding you for without anyone finding you for over an hour but these incidents are just public like you can't do that i mean um i didn't know there was a trend of sunflowers and nudity i, I didn't like, either I, that's why i'm like i mean who's taking their shit clothes off and taking pictures with the flowers anyway you know i mean are they trailblazers i think there's a whole underbelly <laughs> of the internet we don't know about i agree with you uh, other things I saw that was interesting, I was in uh, New York City where they have this big international Pokemon fest. Okay. Ooh. And so I went to the Nintendo store, which is like the main one where all the Nintendo product releases are done. Yeah. Just to see how crazy it was. And it was crazy. There's evidently were celebrities there. Okay. But not people who I know to be celebrities, like celebrities in the Pokemon field. Like I oh. saw meet and greets. And that's always really interesting because I'm like... I don't know who that guy is. Yeah. The best Pokemon Go player in the world. But there's like a line wrapped around the building for yeah. him, and he looks like a normal guy. That's um, pretty cool. Yeah, I, I found out that while I was there, they named the Nintendo character Kirby mm -hmm. after one of the Nintendo attorneys named John Kirby, who successfully defended Nintendo in court when they were sued by Universal when the Universal Studios said Donkey Kong was a ripoff of King Kong. And so oh. as a token of appreciation, right, I never knew that. And so as a token of appreciation, they made the attorney that won that case a character called Kirby. His oh, name, that's super like, cool. Like his namesake or whatever. Right? So his legacy lives on forever. That's pretty cool. I did not know that. Other interesting uh, random facts for you today. Ryan Gosling gained 60 pounds to star in The Lovely Bones, but when he showed up on set, it's not what they pictured, uh, and they didn't want the overweight lay, uh, lead actor, so he was fired and Mark Wahlberg was brought in. Can you imagine that being fired because you're fat? Yeah. <laughs> no. And, <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but wait, but so then Mark Wahlberg, but then wasn't he in The Lovely Bones? I didn't watch it. I didn't. Either. I don't know. And then the other thing, interesting facts that I read today uh, to share with you is that a Red Lobster ran an all-you-can-eat crab promotion 20 years ago, and they <laughs> ended up taking a $3.3 million loss because they underestimated how much people can eat crab. Wow, yeah. Yeah, my dad was in there every day, I'm sure. All-you-can-eat crab is back. I feel like I've heard that.
Yeah. My dad loves to visit from like out of town. They they live in Maryland. He's like, uh, hey, uh, yeah, I saw the Red Lobster as we pulled in. You want to go down and get some dinner? <laughs> dad, Red Lobster is great. I'm not disagreeing yeah. with you. However, I would love to show you the local cuisine. <laughs> like, yeah. But the franchises, man. I'm like, nothing wrong with Red Lobster. It's a the, time and a place. Some cheddar biscuits, though. Yeah. Cheddar baked Come biscuits. On. You're right. You know, you're right. Grab something that it's like uh, I can't eat it. Every time I eat it, it hurts my belly big time. Oh, really? And it's only, only crabby way. Only crab does it. Well, it is the what, cockroach of the sea. I mean, yeah. But, um, if you're from Maryland, you'd be better. Bottom feeder. Bottom feeder of the sea. Q102, the Roy Nan and Freddie Mac show. It's time to say goodnight, everyone. Except. I'll start. Okay. Good night, everybody, except. You know when you're telling somebody a story? Mm-hmm. Their eyes sometimes glaze, maybe. Mm-hmm. And they give you the uh-huhs and the, and the laughs at the right cues, but they're not actually listening. Right, yeah. You know? It's yeah. about you. Good night, like, to, everybody. Good night <laughs> to everybody except that. Are you talking about when we were earlier in the show yeah. talking or, about know, kids or, sweating in <laughs> classrooms? And then you, you start laughing. Just in general, I do do it too. But whenever it happens to you, it just hurts. And you're like, you know what? We all need to be better about this. I know. It's true. It's true. I'm going to say good night to everyone except those who use the moving walkways at the airport to stand. Uh, Move it. This is not to be lazy. It's to fast walk. Yeah. It's the fast walk. Yes. I, I can't stand when people don't do it. And then is if you're going to stand, stand to the side, to the yes. right side. The left side is for people walking. Yeah, we got, we got somewhere to be. Yeah. I, I still didn't. I, still, I, I didn't even like them standing. <laughs> I, I didn't like them. You just wanted to get out of your <laughs> way. Yeah, move. All the way. Out the <laughs> way. I'm a big guy. I got to slide near you. Out the way. I'm going to say goodnight, everyone, except people who don't know how to use and correctly. And, A or A-N? A-N. It goes before the word, FYI, it goes before a word that starts with a vowel. A vowel, yeah. Not an radio show. Or, like, you know what I mean? It'd be, seeing sure. people write that out, type that out, it's just like, you need to go back to school. You know what? Moments like that just make me feel better about myself. So, you know, maybe take that attitude. Well, if, at least I'm not that guy. You feel better? Like you're better than them? Yeah. <laughs> Those are the few, there's a feeble moments where I feel like brilliant. Yeah. Like, what, I'm a genius compared to them. Smarty <laughs> pants over here. Yeah. Well, good night to everybody, everything, except those people for things. All right. Well, Kay's, good job. Yeah. Kay's coming in next. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Bye. 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 It's the Roy Nat and Freddie Mac Show replay.